Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. And for this edition of the podcast, you might want to have either a chumash or a Bible in front of you, because I think you'll want to see the texts written in addition to hearing me speak about them. Each Shabbat morning and each holiday morning, in addition to the reading from the Torah, we read a section from the prophets, which is, which is referred to as the Haftarah. The word Haftarah comes from the word to complete, to complete the reading of the Torah. The reading of the Haftarah usually is a section that connects thematically with the Torah portion in one way or another. Sometimes those uh, connections are very clear, sometimes a bit less so, but usually that's the connection. However, on holidays and on Shabbatot that are close to holidays, it's customary to read a Haftarah reading that has to do with the holiday that's taking place or is upcoming. But there's also one other situation that's perhaps considered an exception to this. And that is that for the seven Shabbatot, following the fast day of Tisha B'Av, leading up to the Shabbat before Rosh Hashanah, we read seven Haftarah readings, seven readings from the end of the book of Isaiah. The end of the book of Isaiah consists of uh, prophecies of comfort and encouragement to the people as the prophet urges the people to return to Israel to rebuild the temple. Following the Babylonian exile in 586 BCE, the exile lasting for 70 years according to the tradition, King Cyrus of Persia conquers Babylonia and allows the Jews to go back to rebuild the temple. And the end of the book of Isaiah is, is an encouragement to the people to, in fact, rebuild the temple, to consider their relationship with God as having been healed after the fracture of the destruction of the first temple and the exile to Babylonia. So for seven weeks, we read what are called the Haftarah readings of comfort. Now, the question is, I understand why we might read one or perhaps even two Haftarah readings of comfort following Tisha B'Av, but why did there need to be seven? Isn't that an excessive number when you consider seven Haftarah readings over the course of these weeks have to do with comforting the people? Why do we need to have it last for seven weeks? Why seven readings of comfort? Well, I want to share with you a beautiful commentary, which I'm going to paraphrase, by the commentator, the Avudraham, 14th century commentator, who says that the seven Haftarah readings of comfort, of consolation, really are in fact symbolic of a dialogue between the people and the prophet and the dialogue between God and the people of Israel. And what he does is he suggests that if you look at the first phrase of each of the Haftarah readings, you see the subject of that conversation. So I want to share with you what they are. I'm going to share with you the, the quotations from the first phrase of each of the Haftarah readings, and you'll see what the Avudraham means. We start with the first, which we read this past Shabbat, which was called Shabbat Nachamu, that Shabbat has the special name, Shabbat Nachamu, from the first words of the Haftarah reading, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. Comfort, O comfort, my people, says God. That's the beginning of the reading. So Isaiah turns to the people and tries to comfort them. 
and tells them that God is telling them to be comforted following the destruction of the temple. And now, and, and the exile in Babylonia and the return to, and the, the projected, the proposed, the hoped for return to uh, Israel to rebuild the temple. The second Haftorah reading of Consolation for Parshat Ekev, which we read this week, begins at chapter 49, verse 14 of the book of Isaiah. Vatomer Sion Azavani Adonai Vadonai Shechaychani. But Zion says, the Lord has forsaken me, my Lord has forgotten me. According to the Abudraham in this beautiful commentary, what's happening here is that the people, in essence, refuse to be comforted. They hear the words that Isaiah says to them, comfort, but, but they still believe that God has abandoned them. They still believe that God has rejected them. So then... The third Haftarah of Consolation of Comfort is the Haftarah for Parshat Re'eh, which we'll read in a week and a half. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 11, which begins with the words, Aniyah so'ara lo nuchama, unhappy storm-tossed one, uncomforted. According to the Avudram, this is Isaiah talking to God and says, the people refuse to be comforted. They are unhappy. They feel storm-tossed. They do not accept this idea that they should feel comfort at this time. So the response for God, from God is for the Haftarah of Shoftim, Parsha Shoftim, the next Haftarah reading of Consolation, chapter 51, verse 12, in which, God's, in which the Haftarah begins, Anochi, Anochi, Hu Menachem Chem. God says, I, I am the one who will comfort you. So God has originally told Isaiah to comfort the people. The people have refused to be comforted. And then God says, well, there's only one way to handle this. I'll have to comfort them myself. And that's when we come to the fifth Haftarah reading of Consolation, Prashat Ki Rani Akara Lo Yalada, chapter 54, verse 1. Shout, O barren one who bore no child, shout aloud for joy. Enlarge the size of your tent, extend the size of your dwelling. And then God says, in slight anger, I hid my face from you for a moment, but with kindness everlasting, I will take you back in love. So this is a promise to the people that in fact, from God, that in fact, God is ready to reestablish this relationship. And in order to emphasize that, the sixth Haftarah reading for, of Consolation for Parshat Kitavo is Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, begins with that verse, in which the prophet, or God, talks to the city of Jerusalem and tells the city, Kumi ori kiva orech, arise and shine, for your light has dawned. The presence of the Lord has shown upon you, and a little bit later, Raise your eyes and look about. They have all gathered and come to come back to you. In this particular section, God talks to the city of Jerusalem as if it's a foregone conclusion that the people have returned. So it will return. So God talks to the people in the fifth Haftarah consolation, tells them to shout for joy, and then turns to Jerusalem and says, see, they're going to come back to you. And with that assurance that God has given to Jerusalem, and the assurance that God has given the people, then the seventh Haftarah of Consolation, the final one, chapter 61, verse 10 of Isaiah, begins with the words, Sos asis badonai, 
tagel nafshi belohai. I greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being exalts in my God. So the people clearly have risen above whatever cynicism, whatever depression, whatever whatever uh, lack of faith they might have uh, been behind their initial re- initial rejection of the words of, of Isaiah to be comforted. And now they say, Sos asis badonai, I rejoice greatly in God. So what we have here is this beautiful, beautiful progression. Isaiah tells the people to be comforted. The people refuse. Isaiah turns to God and says, they're not being comforted. And God says, I'll do it myself. And then talks to the people and talks to Jerusalem. And the people respond. It's a beautiful, beautiful interpretation. And it explains why, at least from the Abu Jaham's perspective, why seven Haftarah readings were needed. But what's behind that? Well, what's behind that is the fact that faith in Judaism is not something that's simply acquired and simply counted on. We sometimes have to wrestle, especially when there has been a tragedy. When there is need to be comforted, we may not find that comfort immediately. We, not, we may not be convinced to regain our faith in God just because we read some words that say, be comforted. It's much more complicated than that. It takes time. It takes a progression to rid ourselves of whatever cynicism or sadness or a sense of abandonment we might feel. Maybe it takes much longer than seven weeks, but these seven weeks of reading these Haftarah readings remind us that faith within Jewish tradition is not a simple matter, that one listens to words and one feels comfort. We need to struggle. We need to struggle and wrestle with senses of cynicism or sadness we might have, or sense of a feeling of rejection, or a feeling that our connection with the tradition has been severely broken and won't be repaired that easily. I think that what the Avudraham is teaching us with these Haftarah readings is that in our life, it does take time to reach a place of faith or of confidence or a sense of connection with God if that's been shattered in some way, or just to develop that sense of faith. It doesn't come automatically. And I think there's another point that we could learn from this as well, and that is the importance of conversation, of back and forth, of being honest during conversations, conversations we have with our loved ones, conversations we have with 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 friends, conversations even we have between employer and employee at work. It's not so simple to just say, here's what you do, and yes, I'll do it, or here's what I think, and yes, I understand. Sometimes we need to have serious conversations with those around us, those who, those whose relationships are important to us. And we need to be able to take time to come to a sense of, of, of connection and come to a sense of peace at the end of a lengthy conversation. I think that this is teaching us something. As we enter the high holy days, whether we're talking about our connection with God or connection with other people, one of the things about the month of Elul that leads into the high holy day season is it's a time to begin that process of tshuva, of repentance. And repentance is not just a matter, returning is not just a matter of saying the words. It's a matter of 
a, a feeling deep inside what we want to accomplish by re reestablishing our relationship clearly with God or with other people. And that takes time. It's not a simple matter. And I think that this is what this, com this commentary is leading us to realize, that it's one thing to say, in this case, be comforted. But it's another thing to understand that and to feel that and to reach the point where we can achieve what the goal is, in this case, again, feeling comfort. Whatever it is we're seeking in our lives, whether we're talking about faith, whether we're talking about uh, deepening our connections with those wh whom we love, it takes serious conversation and it takes time. It's not a matter of just a simple statement like, be comforted, yes, I'm comforted. It takes more than that. And I think that's what this conversation and this commentary is about. Until next time, thank you.